Who is the one man who has the experience and the qualifications to lead America in these troubled and dangerous times? This is the time. 37th time I have spoken to you from Nixon's this office. the one. Hi there. Welcome back to the Nicholas Comics Q&A, your one-stop shop for all things witty and absurd. Uh, gosh, I'm the only one in here again. Hopefully, by the end of this week's Q&A, we'll have about five people in here so we can ask a trivia question and get a free comic shipped off. And for the time being, however, man, let me tell you, it's been a spicy freaking week. Uh, I, I, I've got back on Reddit. I've been spicy memes. I've been posting some some excellent memes, if you know what I'm saying. Gosh, let's get some fellas on here because my mic might cut out. So, type of this thing. Connection's a little sketchy. Darn. Eh. And now the phone is ringing. Probably just one of those idiots sees the listing on Craig's. Man, $50 PS4? Yes, please. Tell them there is no PS4. It's all fake. It's all a fraud. And I'm being harassed. Oh, yeah. Come on down. Guana, guana, come on down. JGN. And. There we go. And. Yeah. And. Yep. There we go. Yep. Yep, there we go, yep, and gosh, such such a low turnout. I guess people don't want free comics. It's beyond me, you know. And we got Tomothy, and we got Drum Boomer Knuckles, and we got Wing Zero. And finally, Zogu. There we go. It's Q&A time. Up on the voice chat. Up on the voice chat. Voice chat for a spicy discussion. The phone is ringing again. Frank calls all day. But that said, hopefully we get some more fellas on here soon. Anywho, uh, this week's topic, I, I've made some spicy memes over the past week. This has been a week of spicy memes, let me tell you. We started the week off with the adult swimming pool, a uh, really nifty meme. You got Rock, you got Marcus. 
You got Eric Andre, you got Tim, and then you got the other Eric, Eric Wareheim. They're all in a swimming pool, and they're all about to be electrocuted. So, pretty chill. I think that one could definitely achieve big meme status in the near future, because that is drawn well. It's got some nice shading. Clouds are all different colors of uh, gray. And, and uh, in the middle, you kind of got a big old lightning bolt sticking out of that cloud. Uh, two smaller lightning bolts on each side. The, uh, the one in the middle is getting a little too close for comfort, and it's heading right towards Eric Andre, who really wants to get out, but he might not make it. Uh, the picture just shows his foot as it's about to get out of there. Uh, and, of course, there are several other little nuances scattered throughout the drawing, making it a very appealing visual experience. November 17th, we have the 1951 Human Centipede Contest, Team 4. Uh, this one was a lot of fun to make. Drawn kind of in a Keith Herring style, but it's very nice to see a human centipede in one of my memes. You know, pop culture phenomenon. Everyone likes a human centipede, so I thought, why not make it an early human centipede in 1951? What a concept. November 18th, we got Nicholas Comics are as substantial as a corn tortilla. Uh, I believe that's true. Nicholas comics are pretty substantial. November 19th, we got the illustration from Showtime, encouraging you to send in for Graffiti on the Walls of Pierce Brassens Crush if you haven't already, because it is 15 scintillating sci-fi stories, cosmic tales from the beyond. That's what I'm talking about. should probably send in for those. Finally, November 20th, we got 9 out of 10 chickens prefer Nicholas comics. Everyone likes this meme. Universal appeal. Uh, Freaking bon appetit. Because we got some chickens. We got me. We got a spiral. This is everything a meme aspires to be. This is a gosh darn good meme right here, let me tell you. And finally, today we have Now is the Time. A frame from the upcoming Breast Alcohol Establishment music video, which rest assured, it looks really slick. I've got a comment down right. Let's see. Ah, uh, what do we got? Lots of spicy stuff here on Reddit. Not too much troll activity this week, save a turn of Nick Shakira. An unprecedented comeback. I did not see it coming. I thought she was kaput, but she is back with another video. And I gotta say, it's kind of a return to form for her. Hopefully she can keep this winning streak going. I, I personally am a fan of this video, because it looks like... It's well edited and whatnot. But yeah, Nick Shakira's back. I did not see that coming. Uh, the only thing I, I don't like about this video is the cliche quote at the beginning. It's very, uh, it's very hackneyed. Uh, insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. That's not insanity. That's stability. That's that's complacency. Insanity is unpredictable. Wild. You'll, you'll gibber. You'll you'll dance. You'll you know you'll you'll froth at the lips. You'll hop up and down. You'll you'll sleep. You know, insanity is is pretty spastic in my opinion. I think what that quote describes is actually 
consistency. So I've come up with an entertaining quote. Uh, insanity, frothing at the mouth and gibbering like a baboon. You can attribute that to me because I, I, I think I'm the first one to ever say that. Insanity is not doing the same thing over and over again. Insanity is just, you know, you're wearing a straitjacket in a padded room. Uh, because believe it or not, we don't live in a static universe. If you keep hitting your head against a wall, something will happen. A, you'll break through the wall uh, eventually if you hit your head against the wall enough times. Or B, uh, you'll give yourself a concussion, but that is a different result uh, from the standard hit your head against the wall. Don't give yourself a concussion. But eventually, if you hit your head enough times, you will get a concussion. So something different will happen. Believe it or not, if you do something enough times you'll get a different result. That's how that's how it works, actually. So I don't know if you've noticed that kind of, but that's kind of a universal constant. If you do something enough times, you'll get a different result, unless you're using a calculator, I guess. But uh, there's an interesting bit in a phantom toll booth concerning, uh, like, I think they have to take a toothpick and, and chisel away at a mountain, and they got to take a eyedropper and fill up a pond or something. Kind of interesting. I don't know. Phantom Tollbooth is pretty juvenile, but I would suggest it if you've got, like, you know, a seven-year-old or whatever. Anywho. It's, a, it's an okay book. I like I like Jules Pfeiffer. Jules Pfeiffer's pretty. Anywho. What do we got? Uh, What do we got? Uh, still nobody on here. I guess nobody wants a free comic. Splorf, uh, who's the king of cringe, the absolute king of lazy, unfunny memes, just posts a meme where uh, Pepe the Frog is like, I don't want to join your Q&A. You suck ass. Yeah. Like, freaking asshole, you know. Uh, but, you know, for those of you who don't want to participate, that's fine by me, so long as some people do. You know, I want to give away a free comic, you know. Anywho, uh, one of the main meats and potatoes of this week. Uh, after last week's episode, people got pissed at me because I took a big shit all over Black Mirror. And uh, I might do some of that this week again. Someone said, uh, and this is no joke, someone said... I don't know if your problem with Black Mirror is that it's sci-fi, or that most of its stories have most of its stories have sour endings. Believe it or not, I'm not in first grade, and I can handle a story with a sad ending. Uh, they call it a sour ending. I don't know. But yeah, I can handle a I can handle a story with an unhappy ending. It's just got to have an interesting premise. Uh, and that's what Black Mirror lacks. It has it has sour endings and spades. It just doesn't have interesting ideas uh, that are interesting. Like, let me give you a good example of a, a sci-fi story with a really sad ending that that actually works because the people who, who write it and make it are competent. Uh, the Outer Limits: The Man Who Was Never Born. There's an astronaut in the 1960s. He goes forward into a post-apocalyptic era and meets this disfigured mutant who takes him down to a bunker, shows him the collected works of, of a civilization. And then he reveals that there's a guy who's responsible for the complete obliteration of the human race. So, uh, him and the astronaut go back in time to, to do away with the guy's mother. 
But in the process, the astronaut dies, so the mutant has to fend for himself in the past. And through some kind of weird time travel logic, he doesn't appear all gooky and, and toxic to the people of the past. But uh, but they don't see him or something. But But sometimes they do see him, and it really scares them. So he's got to go around and try and find the, the mother of, of uh, the guy who ruined the world, and he's got to find him. It's kind of like the Terminator, but an opposite. But anyway, so he finds, he finds her, then she dies, and then he, 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 he has a interest in the past, so they both go back to the future, but it doesn't work because um, since he changed the future, he, he doesn't exist anymore, so hence the title of The Man Who Was Never Born. And uh, his love interest is left stranded out in space, and uh, he just vanishes, and that's the end. And it's so epic, you know, that, that's a very nihilistic, sad episode. Uh, Outer Limits has a lot of sad episodes, like Nightmare, for instance, is very, very uh, bleak and desolate, but it works because the people who write know what they're talking about. And the man who was never born has a really interesting time travel post-apocalypse type premise. In, in fact, it's one of the earliest post-apocalypse uh, episodes, from what I can tell. It's really good. So I would suggest watching that if you if you hate if you don't like sour endings, or if you do like sour endings. I don't know. Either way, it'll teach you that not everything works out okay in the end. Another good example being something like Harlan Ellison. A lot of his work is pretty uh, pretty uh, pretty down in the dumps. I would say. I've read all of Shatterday. In fact, I, I reviewed it. Uh, I have no problems with sci-fi. I have no problems with sci-fi or sour endings. What I have a problem with is shitty writing, which Black Mirror has in spades. Um, the man who was never born. A man who was never born. Yeah. It's a season one, episode six. And let me tell you, it's something epic. So yeah, I would... Definitely suggest that. Uh, it's really cool. So, anywho. Bertram Cabot Jr. So epic. Uh, yeah, I don't mind sad endings. Jeff D.S. 5 is a really good example of a story with, like, this horrible ending. Um, not happy at all. It's a very sad story. But it works because it's by Harlan Ellison. He knows how to come up with an original concept. Uh, Jeff DS5, to the best of my knowledge, deals with an idea that had never been tackled before or since. Uh, it's really cool. I suggest Jeff DS5. I suggest most of the stories in Shatterday, except maybe Sisalda, which is kind of lazy. But uh, other than that, like there's plenty of sci-fi out there with with the not sour endings that I don't care about. And personally, I wouldn't care if San Junipero had a sad ending, or what? It, it it's a shitty episode, no matter what the ending is. I don't I don't give a shit whether the interracial lesbians die or or live or what. You know, it's a, it's a crappy episode. Um, I, I never I never talk about things I don't understand. I understand science fiction anthologies. I've watched Twilight Zone, both Outer Limits, Tales from the Dark Side, Night Gallery. I've seen it all. Uh, I'm an expert. At, at, at science fiction, what makes science fiction good. I've read a ton of science fiction. Uh, I, I'd say I'm, I'm more well-versed in science fiction than I am horror. So I, I, can definitely, uh, I can definitely talk about Black Mirror without having watched it because I have seen all the other shows uh, in its respective genre, and I know that they are better by miles. 
But a good example is, uh, like, you'll never notice me talking about which Mario game is the best, because I've never played a Mario game, so I wouldn't know which one is the best. So I'm not going to talk about, like, which Mario game is the best. Uh, a better example might be Fallout. I don't know which Fallout game is the best. I, I can't judge them as video games, because I, I haven't played any. I can't tell you how great the, the mechanics are, how great the response time is, what's the refresh rate, you know. But what I can tell you is how well they work as a sci-fi concept. Answer... Uh, not very well at all. Fallout's pretty crap. As far as sci-fi goes, it might be an excellent game. But in terms of storytelling, garbage. Uh, Heck Among Us is a better sci-fi game than Fallout. Uh, don't kid yourself. But anywho. Oh yeah, it's got Martin Landau. Man who's never born as Martin Landau. Ah, there we go. Back for a sec. I'm not sure where we left off. It uh, usually cuts her, so I'm thinking, I want to hop on. That'll decrease the odds of uh, the bot quitting on me, which can be pretty annoying. But anyway, uh, let me see where I left off here. Lots of stuff this week. Spicy week. Um, it's a shame nobody's here, but I guess everyone wants to be a little edgelord. Oh, we don't want to freaking take advantage of the fact that you set aside freaking two hours of your day just to answer questions. Oh, taking advantage of. God damn. Uh, this bot is just going haywire. I think something's up with it. Man, this is boring, you know. It's missing that spice. No one's on here. It gets old. Let me tell you. Ah, uh, dang. There we go. File names on here. Thank gosh. Uh, currently, we're talking about Black Mirror. What's your angle on horror? What's your favorite uh, horror, uh, horror book, say? Your favorite uh, spooky tome? Mayor Anne Rice is popular with women. The Raven. Yeah. Raven's kind of overrated. I prefer uh, something like Metzingerstein or M. Valdemar, something in Poe's catalog that uh, isn't brought up too often. I have at least uh, three different uh, Edgar Allan Poe anthologies, and uh, I read Metzingerstein. It's really good. His first story, I think. I admit Zangerstein's really good. A Tale of the Blue Mountains. That's one that always just creeped me creeped me out. A Tale of the Blue Mountains. That is a absolute masterpiece. All too often. Like I like Telltale Heart. I like uh in the Pendulum, you know, classics. But uh there's a lot of post stories that really really go overlooked, like the spectacles. William Wilson. Not the Tale of the Blue Mountains. Uh, list of Edgar Allan Poe stories. There's some really good ones. Really good Edgar Allan Poe stories out there. But uh, that said, what were we on? That's it. We were on uh, something. Gosh darn. The bot keeps cutting out. You like the Raven? 
Poe did a lot of a lot of poems besides the Raven, like a, a shit ton. And he did a an entire novel. It's very prolific. I see here sixteen minutes. Where do we leave off? There we go. That's it. Oh, there we go. Uh, yeah, Pit and the Pendulum's pretty good. Not enough, not enough stories about the Spanish Inquisition. I like that. It's a very original concept. Edgar Allan Poe's known for those. He writes the he writes the good stuff. Edgar Allan Poe bibliography. Here we go. We got Tamerlane. Poetry. What do we got? Isaac Lee to the River. These are all the poems. Yeah, Metzingerstein is, is his first. Miss Lost in the Bottle a little later. A Predicament, The Devil in the Bat Belfry, The Man That Was Used Up. William Wilson is really good. I really like William Wilson. Why the Little Frenchman Wears His Hand in a Sling, The Businessman, The Man of the Crowd, The Island of the Fay, Never Bet the Devil Your Head, Three Sundays in a Week, The Landscape Garden, The Mystery of Marie Roger, The Gold Bug, The Black Cat. He has one called, uh, oh yeah, A Tale of the Ragged Mountains, that's it. And uh, it's just the best. It's just so good. A Tale of the Ragged Mountains, that's that is a spooky story. Anyhow, uh, we had a fellow on here who was claiming to be a uh, science fiction expert. And he confuses Forbidden Planet, that really cool one with Leslie Nielsen and Robbie the Robot. You know, it, it's epic. He confuses it with Fantastic Planet, that crappy French knockoff with the big blue aliens and they have breasts. Uh, let's not kid ourselves. The only reason someone is ever going to want to watch Fantastic Planet is because the aliens have breasts. Other than that, it's not that great. I mean, it's animated, you know, but that doesn't mean it's good. Uh, it wants to be Forbidden Planet. That's why I think the titles are so similar. It's capitalizing on the success, but Fantastic Planet is missing Robbie the Robot, one of the best characters in science fiction, and Forbidden Planet is just one of the best movies of science fiction in general. It's it's an absolute classic. Forbidden Planet needs to be watched more, and Fantastic Planet needs to be watched less. I, generally, I like French media, a lot of good stuff out there, breathless. Uh, but Fantastic Planet is one. I like uh, The Illusionist. The Illusionist was pretty pretty slick. Also, I think the guy who made Rubber is French. Some, some good media out of, out of France. Valerian is French. And, and Tintin is French. A lot of the popular comics. I think uh, Barbarella originally was French. A Tale of the Ragged Mountain. It's really good. It's pretty spooky. So many good Edgar Allan Poe stories that are completely freaking uh, for
forgotten. Just says. You know why stop playing such a demeanor is not becomingal or a moderator. That's our attitude of your out. And she says, If you're too dumb to understand why you have a lifetime ban after years of you causing trouble, then it is a waste of time to even try to explain it to you. Just fuck off. And when your current username has been permabanned like the hundred usernames before it, then stay away and try reconcile with the fact that you are not welcome. Ever. Cry-wanking piece of trash. I say, I'm, I've never caused trouble, ma'am. I believe you're the one causing trouble here, calling me cry-wanking and whatnot. That's very immature. I have two of the ARG mods in my server. I've alerted them to some of the ugly stuff you've said here. Hopefully they dump you off the mod team. You're ruining their public relations. Please explain why you're referring to me by such rancid epithets. I hope she uh, I hope she responds. It's very rude for a moderator of r slash ARG to behave like that, calling people cry-wankers and, and dumb retards. Absolutely disgraceful. Like, she's going to ruin their public relations. So, I hope she gets laid off the mod team sometime soon. Because uh, she's not doing them any favors. She's not helping their reputation out, I gotta say that. Ah, that's sad. Black Mirror. We may have Kippy on next week. Big Black Mirror fan, knows what he's talking about. He's seen San Junipero, so it'll be very interesting to see who can discuss Black Mirror in a more coherent A hardcore Black Mirror fan, or someone who's never seen a single episode in their life. Tale of the Ragged Mountains, that's a good post story. But there's like tons. There's like, whoa, there's so many. Grand Design. Yeah, there's one called uh, Von Kempelen and his discovery. It says it's a hoax. It says uh, Cask of Amontillado is pretty much his later story. That makes sense. So many, so many stories by uh, Edgar Allan Poe. Lots of cool stuff. And of course, you got the classic. Uh, the classic trilogy, Murders in the Room, Morgue Mystery of Marie Roget, and Purloined Letter. See, Auguste Dupin is pretty pretty chill. I might want to see a crossover of Dupin and uh, Holmes, you know. But I kind of like Dupin more because he's French. And I always prefer the French to the British, I gotta say. Uh, gosh, Dupin is pretty chill. Pretty chill detective, I gotta say. And he came before Holmes, which is kind of interesting. The gosh darn phone is ringing again. It's crank calls 24 hours a day up in this disaster because uh, someone has listed a fake PS4 on Craigslist. And uh, they think it's a ball of laughs. In fact, I, I believe I found the post. It's crazy. You say, I'm selling a PS4 for $50. And uh, yeah, what do we got? Yeah, let's see now. There it is. Yep. There it is. 
been deleted now. Here it is, a link to a fake. It's been deleted now. Of course it has. You know, these fellows are cowards. They don't, they don't want to leave their evidence up. I should have taken a screenshot of it. That said, uh, what do we have here? Uh, gosh, I'm really hoping. Oh, there we go. But it's up again. No, not up again. Oddly enough. Yeah, we... But they'll list it again soon enough. They think it's an absolute ball of laughs. List of fake PS4. Have people call in. Ah. They sure are a, a, a little group of rascals for harassing me like this. But they won't win out in the end. They will learn the error of their ways. I have posted quite a few things to uh, Rabcans. No responses yet. But they don't enjoy being faced with what they've done. That bothers them. Let me tell you. What we got here, yeah. A hopeful affirmation from Bob. Put a nice little little gif up in there. Oh, we finally have a comment. Yet more empty threats from a weak-minded, empty-headed wannabe troll who still can't draw. Or write fiction, for that matter. Seriously, get out and see how the real world works. Your fantasy world is not the same. I see you got banned again already. What a surprise. It seems the report function is still working quite well. ta -troll. I'll keep working in the shadows and enjoy the ever-growing list of banned accounts you have. Hoping by Godoth devours this little little nugget. Because he's a little he's a little rascal. You know what I'm talking about. That's what I'm hoping. By God, I gets rid of this freaking bastard. world could do better with them. I think these trolls would do well as, as cattle for By God, I to, to chaw down on. By God, I hungry, you know. He's got to eat. I got to say that. I'm going to write out something a, a little bit heartwarming. You will die empty and alone. You will be an invalid. You will be an 89-year-old invalid with arthritis. You will sit in a barren room and urinate on your thighs. You will be ridden with every disease known to man, and you'll be ridden with every disease known to man, and your brain will be filled with tumors and growths of all sorts, making it difficult for your making your field of vision vision hazy and obscure when you die they will lower you into the ground and there will be nobody to mourn your passing save one 
Uh, save one lonely pole bear. And a urinating canine. Urinating canine. Uh, your children will take your inheritance. Will take your inheritance and and spend it on Pokemon cards. Nobody will remember you. Save the ants who feast on your bug-ridden corpse. And the worms who burrow in and out of your eye sockets. To them, you will make delectable meal indeed. Indeed. Though your parchment, though your, uh, though your brittle skin and, and, uh, Minuscule blood supply may leave much to be desired. So that's uh, that's how I respond to the average troll. Just to, you know, conjure up some disturbing imagery. There we go. Minuscule. That's not how I spell minuscule. I spell with an I. I don't know what Google is telling me. But uh, yeah, that's how I respond to the average troll. Ooh, a new video here. The Grand Design. Looking forward to this. Let's have a look. Anyone who's listening in, sub to Simon Bloodflower. Some spooky gosh darn videos. Spooky content. That was two days ago, and I didn't notice it until now. Very interesting. You will die empty and alone. You will be an 89-year-old invalid with arthritis, and you will sit in a barren room and urinate on your thighs. You will be ridden with every disease known to man, and your brain will be filled with tremors and growths of all sorts, making your field of vision hazy and obscure. When you die, they will lower you into the ground. There will be nobody to mourn your passing save one lonely pallbearer and a urinating canine. Your children will take your inheritance and spend it on Pokemon cards, and nobody will remember you save the ants who feast on your bug-ridden corpse and the worms who burrow in and out of your eye sockets. To them, you will make a delectable meal indeed, though your brittle, brittle skin and minuscule blood flow may leave much to be desired. That is how you write a comment and get rid of the trolls. So, anyhow, let's have a look here at the grand design. Sounds pretty uh, impressive. Only 61 subs. Man, Nicholas Comics fans, last week I was like, why some Simon Bloodflower? His stuff is the tops. Let's see here. Ooh, we got a nice spinning light, nice disco. The time will come. I'm gonna like this for sure. The time will come. That's right. Very distant jazz. I like that. It's comics time in America. Gosh, so many fellas on here who say uh they're on, but they're not hopping on the voice chat. And I, I'm kind of hoping to give away a free comic by the end of this one, so we'll see. But yeah, 
Sidiot on rab cans, I guess, typical comic phobe, he believes they have no free... He believes that, a, you know, much like how you'd, you'd believe a slave doesn't have free will or whatnot, a giant bigot. Your fantasy world is not the same. Enjoy the ever-growing list of banned accounts you have. Yeah, like I give a shit. I'll make a new account. Deal with me. Like, they think I really care about g getting banned. Like it's some kind of freaking crazy-ass revel. Oh, shit. I got banned. Oh, no. I, I wasn't expecting. Yeah, if I get banned, I I brush it off, you know. I, I can deal with that. I'm a functioning adult. I can throw a temper tantrum over getting banned. You know, so like. Uh, what do we got here? Oh gosh, what do we got? So it's been a spicy week. Uh, there's some very interesting messages I've got. Some of them are pretty, pretty typical. Same old stuff again. And again. Let me see. Messages. Post a fucking comic or two so we can see if they're funny at all. Posting these shite ads the whole time can't be getting you any sales. If you don't know about Nicholas Comics, that's your problem. You should do your research. Another fellow says, If there, if ever there was a way to guarantee my avoidance of your product, this would be it. A lot of fellas are like that, being little edgelords. Oh, you thought I would buy your comics, but guess what? I'm not going to buy your comics because I want to be a stubborn little brick wall. I'm not going to buy your comics because they suck ass. I know they suck ass, but uh, I don't like your ads. So, you know. We have the classic, are you advertising? It's funny, but it's also like a straight up ad. There's a way to do that on Reddit. You have to pay like everyone else. Uh, I can't pay Reddit. They don't accept straight cash. You only accept credit cards. And since I don't have a bank account, debit card, credit card, anything like that, I can't pay for ads. So I just post them. It's not going to kill anyone. And, of course, we have the incredibly iconic. Posting your address on Reddit is a really bad idea. Please be safe. Consider setting up an email address for this instead of requiring physical letters. Speaking of the mail with some disdain. But uh, yeah, posting my address on Ray isn't that bad an idea. Apart from the crank calls, nobody's going to come here and murder me. No one's going to break in and steal shit because that's illegal. And I think the most they'll do is post fake ads on Craigslist. I don't think anyone's going to come here and murder me. And if they do, that's illegal. So they'll be held accountable and put on death row and fried in the electric chair. Old Sparky. That's how it's going to go. So anyhow, uh, what do we got? My current account has been up for five days, 220 post karma, 30 comment karma, pretty epic. I've been commenting on some people's posts, spreading some positive vibes, you know, because that's what I really want to do. I don't want to be telling people about how they're going to die alone and, and sick and rotting as a corpse. But I will I will talk to the trolls like that. There's nothing wrong with uh, talking to trolls like that. That's how to, that's how to discourage trolls, because what they really can't stand is the thought... Of, of retribution, of, of uh, what they say and do getting back to bite them in the ass uh, in the end. So, 
Anyhow, uh, the adult swimming pool. That was quite the meme. Currently, the only meme I've, I've gotten a reward for, or, you know, one of those um, likes on, a, or I guess, gifts, I guess, you, you pay for them, and they support Reddit. I've gotten one on 9 out of 10 chickens, so I think that's the winner for this week. It's at the top for slash poultry. It's, uh, it's looking very popular. Uh, everyone likes, everyone likes the chickens. Ah, another video, Nectar Host. Go ahead and post this one. Let's see, Nectar Host. I gotta say, Edgar Allan Poe, he's, he's the best at horror. Uh, Stephen King's pretty good too. I, I, yeah, they're both different in their own ways. Uh, I don't like Lovecraft because he's racist, so I can't support that. But I like Poe, and I like Stephen King. Both of them are just. Masters of the genre. I've read uh, Christine. I read it. I read the Tommy Knockers. I read a. Uh, else did I read? I read Skeleton Crew. All of Skeleton Crew. It's really good. His short stories are unexpectedly like great. I, I like the Milkman one. I wish he had turned that into a novel. Would have been good. Anyhow, uh, six comments on poultry. And I see some interesting comments. I've gotten a lot of feedback over the past week, and that's really nice. Uh, ooh, here we go. Something up in this is as. Yeah. Uh, the adult swimming pool, right. One fellow complimented Rick and Morty because in my meme they get electrocuted, so they don't like that. They will defend their little, their little butter crumpets to the very end. Hey, in our opinion, it's a well-written show with intelligent jokes that satirizes a lot of tropes in sci-fi and media in general. Equating fanbase I don't like to mental illness is pretty lame. Okay. I don't buy into your opinion, sir. Give it a scrap of credence. Rick and Morty is a bloated and confused franchise with a pathetic staff and no direction or plot. If you enjoy Rick and Morty, you're a nutcase. But if you enjoy my comic, Rock and Marcus, which is actually funny, then you're 100% mentally stable. It was kind of, it was kind of confusing to some people because these sorts of fellas generally assume everyone loves Rick and Morty, and anyone who doesn't uh, is an alien or something. Let's see this new garage video. Looks pretty epic. 121. Ooh, some nice ominous music. Whoa, that is epic. Whoa, that's the stuff. I could definitely see this in like some a 70s classic. That's what I'm talking about. This is freaking carpenter level right here. Camera work, angles, everything. Like this is this is some good shit. This is what I'm talking about. Oh, jeez, wow. You got a garage. It's a very spooky looking garage. That that door is real old. It's got chip and paint. Lots of great filming locations. Just got nowhere to look. Whoa, that's the stuff. That ain't a modern garage. Something is up back in that his ass. Whoa. That is the stuff. Oop. Lawn chair. We got a chair. Got some stairs. Got some plants. This is spooky.
This is spooky city right here. Whoa. Ah, freak. Some insulation tubes. Oh, man. Doors halfway down, letting a little light in. Ooh, there is a pile of boxes there. Very interesting. Very interesting stuff. As per usual, I'm going to watch a video at random. Let's try back room. Watch back room. Oh, dang, this is spooky, too. Such good set design, man. These are the spookiest washers I've ever seen. Whoa. This is some horrifying laundry right here. Whoa, this is the stuff. Let me tell you. Wow. Ooh, some wires back there. Whoa, this can get pretty intense. I like that. And what do we got here? Let's try untitled video. Oh, man, this is spooky. Spooky stuff. Some objects of some sort. Yeah, very 80s sense. I like that. Do, 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 do. Do, 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 do. Very nice. Very nostalgic, you know. This is a well put together. Series here. Whoa. Like the angles between the, the shutters and the corner of the house there. Ooh, that looks like a spooky area. It's kind of a pit with no just a random corner with no uh anything else. That's a rare architectural feature. Not too many houses have that just a random little alcove in the middle. It's kind of a donut house. Pretty crazy. Good videos all in all. I gotta say, each new video, the production value goes up a little. That said, uh, questions, I'll open the floor up to some questions now. Ah, oh, gosh. See, I guess Dupin is pretty, pretty cool. It's generally acknowledged as the first detective in fiction. Poe is a, Poe's a pro, you know. What can I say? He knows what he, what he's doing. Poe is the one of the greatest writers. I like him because he's American. Britain claims him as a Brit, but he's not. He was born in America. He's American. Let's not kid ourselves. He was an American writer. That's really nice, you know. America can claim a Grand Poe as their own, which is good. He wasn't British. He was American, obviously. Poe's pose the tops. Oh, another video. Let's have a look up in this Zaz. Oh, man. This one looks pretty intense. Ooh, some audio. 
Wow, this is spooky. Oh, some codes, some audio. That's a good video, I gotta say. Uh, but yeah, Emo Comics, Nick Shakira's back. And this video is pretty crazy. Insanity, doing the same thing over and over. That's not insanity. Uh, that's, 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 uh, stability. My job's a very stable one, you know? Uh, it's always going to be the same. I can't, I can't lose it unless I fire myself, which I'm not going to. But, uh, I do like the Donnie Darko song. It, 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 it has a very, it's a very emo feel. It is a very emo video. I like it. Where all the rings are filling up my glasses. No words, reasons. No bop bop And she slowed it down like 1.5%. Um, like 50%. So it sounds really slow and emo. Five days ago. I gotta say, I was not expecting a return. But it's a pleasant surprise, you know. And hopefully she can hone her craft a little. And she's not impersonating me anymore. Which is very nice. I appreciate that. Not committing identity theft anymore. It doesn't work. Uh, because the difference between me and any potential imposter is I'll have faith in my comics and an imposter won't. So... That's how you tell them apart. There was a, a fellow on here who had an entire Nicholas soundboard. I told him he should sell it. It, it may have been Shakira. Whoever it was, uh, they should really sell it. I mean, that's a marketable product right there. Are there any new posts on Kiwi Farms? I don't think there are. For all it gets talked about, Kiwi Farms isn't nearly as influential as people would have you believe. Most of the dirty work goes on on Reddit. Uh, on Rabcans, they are admitting to using r slash Nick Cicada as a troll, I think it is, uh, as, a, as a meeting place where they can conduct all their crimes. So, I am offering a free copy of Mr. Grapefruit Number 1 to anyone who can crack their defenses, get in that private sub, take some screenshots, and uh, figure out just what the little weasels are up to. That could be pretty interesting. I've been offering this uh, little fun little challenge for some time. Uh, yeah, this is it right here. So, anyone who gets in there, anyone who gives me some screenshots, free comic. But uh, again, don't harass them or anything. Just go in there, get some screenshots, and then leave. That's all I. That's all I really want is to know what they're up to. Because they thrive on anonymity and not having their uh, their behavior dealt with. What do we got? Still nothing on Kiwi Farms. A surprisingly low amount of threads on uh, posts on Kiwi Farms. About me, three three posts. Neither of them very interesting. Mo two of them fake. Or two of them not very well researched. I should say. One of them just a response. I don't know if I'm ever going to be getting a thread on Kiwi Farms. I think I'm too self-aware for that. Now what do we got? Fairly recent. Shitty YouTube account. Man, he's just autistic. Yeah, I'm not autistic. If I was autistic, I wouldn't be talking here. These fellas who, uh, who you know, they're very anti-autism. 
they're they're serious bigots. But uh, they, I guess they think that me talking. Uh, if I had autism, I would not be able to talk. I would be freaking just like licking my arm or something. I've seen autistic people. Uh, they don't they don't talk. You know, they don't they don't uh, do well with this sort of thing. If if I had autism, I probably wouldn't be doing a freaking weekly Q and A. But yeah, nothing uh, nothing on QE farms. I think they're overrated. I think most of it is done on Reddit. Plenty of illegal stuff can be done if you have a private sub like our slash Nick's of Troll. There's two others, and I think all of them are engaging in illegal behavior. So hopefully, we get some some uh, closure to that soon. I'm looking forward to seeing what people find. Free comic do ever gets in there first. It's kind of a race. A fun little marathon. But yeah, we get emo comics. I gotta say, the first two videos, review of Nicholas Comics and R.I.P. Nicholas Cicada, those are kind of the best combined. They got some good editing in there. Except uh, at the beginning of R.I.P. Nicholas Cicada, I clearly say it's a trike, and then it shows a bike, which doesn't really make sense. Consistency. Uh, continuity. And then uh, the the third one is okay. It's just hi podcast highlights. I'm not sure why she compiled those. And then videos four through six are really the low point during which she just runs out of ideas. But this one looks like it could be a return to form for her, so maybe she'll get funnier in a while. I don't know. I, I kind of doubt it, but it, it's it's possible. She could she could improve. She could kind of become at least moderately moderately humorous. I don't know. Uh, what she's doing is isn't that funny. But I'm not gonna like sue her for defamation or anything. You know, it's all right to to make fun of me. I encourage that. So long as you're uh, you're actually funny. Oh, what do we got? No gosh darn posts on Kiwi Farms. I think I'm too self-aware for them. I guess I think I can't search Kiwi Farms or something, but I can. I can also search for plebs. I know how to use the internet, contrary to popular belief. So if someone's talking about me, I'll know about it. I gotta say that that new thing was very uh, very emo. Definitely conjures up images of My Chemical Romance and and Danny Darko and all that. Pretty pretty. Uh, gosh, what do we got here? Hey boy, wow! Only twelve copies of Tamerlane exist. That's crazy. But uh, yeah, Edgar Allan Poe is very American. That's very cool. Poe's first published collection is so rare that after Poe's death, the editor and critic Rufus Wilmot Griswold believed it had never existed until one was found in 1859. It has since been recognized as one of the rarest first editions in American literature. So if you get your hands on one of those, you'll be making some fat stacks. So that's pretty chill. Anyhow, what do we got here? Uh, ooh, yeah, what do we, what do we got? Uh, archive dot for plebs. I tell you, a lot of these trolls think I'm very stupid. 
But uh, I know just what they're up to. So. What's your favorite horror movie? How about that? Favorite horror movie. I gotta say, I like... Uh, I, I kind of see The Shining and Psycho as the two main... Uh, main... Uh, of horror. You know, those are like the two best. Shining and Psycho. Those are the... I'd say those are the two best horror movies, really. But there are plenty of other good ones. Halloween. Uh, Chucky. I like Chucky. I like me some Child's Play. That's a good franchise. And the reboot was pretty, pretty, pretty good. I saw it in theaters. It was a, it was a fun time. Uh, what do we got on here? It has been a pretty interesting week, I gotta say. Uh, this new nine out of ten chickens ad, of course, is based on the infamous ten out of eleven doctors or whatever, um, except with chickens, and uh, the chicken is positioned perfectly in the center of the spiral, so it looks very, very nice and psychedelic. Not enough psychedelic chicken memes out there, but uh, hopefully this compensates for that. Out of all the comics out there, chickens prefer Nicholas Comics. Pretty epic. Good meme. I think some of these memes will definitely take off in the near future. Unfortunately, r slash meme has become a little more uh, stagy recently. So They have implemented some pretty, uh, pretty strict rules. Which I would argue defeats the whole purpose of memes. But, you know, teach your own. Looking on uh, snoo.notabug.io, are there any deleted posts on Rabcans? Might be. They know I can use snoo, probably, so they're not going to post on here. They've left this sub behind because now they've got a little private sub where they can conduct all their illegal activity. That's great. That is great. But uh, I don't really give a shit. The really great thing is they can ban me as, as much as they want, but uh, it's not going to work. It's a futile endeavor. Oh, we got some recent posts on BNS. Or do we? Nah. Last one is two months ago. BNS is definitely dead. Even on Snoo. And uh, that's what I expect, you know. They're a shitty subreddit. Uh, they suck. And they just don't know what the frick they're doing. So, uh... They've lost. And keep up the good work. Here's an early post. Nick is a blight on Reddit and all of humanity. Ten months ago. Yeah, this is freaking... This is a dead sub. It's dead. Wow, this is freaking crazy. It's just gone. 207 members, and it's a ghost town. And no one can submit there because they've locked all the posts. So it's just a useless hunk of junk. That's really great, you know. People are... Uh... Ooh, submissions are open again. 
I may just submit here nine out of ten chickens. Let's see if it lets me. It might. It might not. Hopefully it does. I'll post my nine out of ten chicken memes here on BNS. Because there's no sense in letting it go to waste, I'd say. Nine out of ten chickens. Good meme. It looks really nice, especially with the yellow and green and pink. Very nice color combo. Will it show up? Nope, removed. They got a very heavy spam filter on there. So nothing will ever be posted on there. It's a ghost town. Very interesting. Man, this is crazy. Uh, they have they have link descriptions in the sidebar of BNS. He often lies about the source of his posts, claiming his work is something else. Let's see the example they provide for that. Let's see. You must send him cash money via the mail. The mail? Oh no, I can't use the mail. Oh shit, I'm gonna fucking shit myself because I can't use the mail. Huh? Uh, these fellas call me a whiner, you know? They can't even buy a freaking stamp. Little babies. Amateur hour. Amateur hour up in this is as. It's 4.05. I'm hoping some more fellas hop on here. Everyone, it's Q&A time. Hop on the Q&A. The ghost town up in here. I don't know what it is. I suppose they just don't want to win a free comic. Can I? I give out a free comic when there's three or five decent amount of people on here. But uh, Jerry Trainor? He looks new. Jerry Trainor. Also have Kindadine Max. Lots of fellas on the server. We got 21 and 37. So 58 altogether. That's not bad. That's not bad for a Nicholas Comics Discord server, I gotta say. Yeah, what do we got here? Ooh. Yeah, I can't post 9 out of 10 chickens on BNS. But uh, maybe. I don't need to. I need sending money via the post is a very bad idea. There is no proof of anything, no paper trail, and it might get lost. Even the USPS says not to send money by mail. This fella says, uh, there is an easy way to trace cash money if you take a video of it before you slip it in the slot. I'm sorry you don't trust money. If you don't like money, you should move to the USSR. I have no persona, sir. This is simply how I conduct business. A lot of fellas accuse me of being a persona. So they're like, identity theft doesn't matter because you're not a real person. I guess what I am a real person, everything you do affects me, so please don't. Ah, uh, gosh. Wow, this sidebar is really something. 200 people obsessing over my little doodles, you know. This is so sad. What a waste of effort overall. But uh, those 200 people are inactive because no one can post on there. No one can do anything because they've realized that there's no point in banning me. But over on the Rabcan side, we have a sudden revival on private subs where they can conduct their hate campaign in private. That's pretty interesting. 
Anywho, what do I got? Oh, boy. What else do we get? It's been a pretty spicy week. I released my hilarious sketch, The Slickest Trick. It's a funny parody. Uh, oh, yeah, two days. The music video for Phones Are Scary drops. I'm really looking forward to that. It's a jam. It's it's a bang. You know, it's, it's a good song. So I'm looking forward to that. And uh, progress on the breast alcohol establishment music video is coming along nicely. It looks really slick. It's frame by frame, seamless. Uh, about yeah, somewhere around 20 FPS, I think, is the rate I'm going to play it back at. Uh, that's how it looks the smoothest. But golly gee, oh man, do I got a, a great light box. It, it works. And uh, the result is really good. The result looks really, uh, really fluid. Any other videos I should be watching? Any new, uh, anything new in the Simon Bloodflower catalog? It's, uh, just excellent cinematography all around. There's much better production value than something like PewDiePie, let me tell you. Uh, gosh, what else? And there are plenty of web series out there with some Others pleading for life. Sure, show me that one. There are plenty of gray web series that don't get enough recognition. Simon Bloodflower being one of them. Great series. Well shot, well everything. It seems they kind of blow up at random. Uh, like post content, for, every, for instance. Everyone was blowing up over post content. It was okay. It wasn't that great. Like Simon Bloodflower is where it's at, people. Ooh, what I got here, eh? hmm. Such, like, great production value. There's one here, uh, with a jug of some kind of liquid. Looks really good. Ooh. What do we got here? Is it a cult? Incorrect. This is with you, not them. I record everything. I already told you. I need a host. If you're not the host, then I don't need you. You don't need to know that. Do you think you have a choice? Such drama. Such a scintillating storyline. Yeah, Simon Bloodflower only has 61 subs. People, go over and watch Simon's content and then tell me it is not some of the most stellar stuff you've ever laid your eyes on. Uh, post content. How many subs does he have? So many. And, uh, you know, this series is okay. Splorf says, no, I'm not going to hop on the Q&A because I don't want to have a constructive discussion because then I might be proven wrong. <laughs> uh, what do we got? Post content. 46.4 freaking subscribers. And uh, he only has 31 videos. Whereas... Uh, Ooh, this milk jug video. I like this. Such such great filming, you know. Quality production overall. It's seamless. Yeah, fifty videos and post content only has thirty-one. Hasn't made a video in two months. He's definitely not gonna make any more videos. 
I remember uh, watching this series go along in real time, and it just got boring after a while. It was, it got old. Eh, 46,000 subs. Gosh, Simon Bloodflare needs some more subs, people. Sub, sub it up. File name is a great ARG. You know what that means. Goodbye, correct. You click to IP, grab our link. I will send this info. You banned me. I will be there soon. Goodbye, my friend. Ha ha ha. I'll invite you back. Just tell me my IP. I want proof. Please, I'm sorry. Great melodrama. So much betrayal, longing, you know, desperation. Uh, it is a spooky tale of loss, regret. I'm kind of piecing together this story, but I'm not going to give anything away. If you want to figure out what this story of file name and by a god off his, then by all means, go watch the whole series for yourself. It is absolutely spectacular. Another installment. This is a real person. Ooh, spooky. I especially like the... Uh, techno element. It's kind of cyberpunk, but also uh, kind of gothic, you know? And, of course, it got a lot of elements from the classics, which is good. He sounds like a pretty like a pretty, uh, pretty heated conversation. Uh, Rosemary's Baby, there's a spooky laundry room. Oh, he is a liar. Yeah. Always interesting to, to to use telling the truth, who's lying, who's making what up. You know, it's a it's a mystery. In Rosemary's Baby, uh, there's a spooky washing room. Pretty cool. I got here. Uh, oh, One Happy Day. I haven't seen this one yet. One Happy Day. Have I seen this one? I don't think I have. Liked right off the bat. Because we're going down a... Weird suburban street. It's got some cracks. Clearly hasn't been paved lately. Pretty spooky. Pretty spooky stuff. I mean, you can take just the most mundane, ordinary type street and just make it pretty spooky. That's what Halloween does a lot. Oh, dang. This is good. This is a spooky, gosh darn installment. The things you can do with just a camera, I tell you. You can do just about anything if you got enough, uh, you got a good enough story in mind. There's a dog barking. Sounds pretty upset. Wow, this is the stuff. Sounds like an angry dog. Uh-oh. Walking the other way. One happy day. Yeah, it looks kind of cheerful. This is definitely the most cheerful installment of them all. Wow, this is the stuff. Like, plenty of great obscure content out there. I'm hoping Frederick Knudsen covers Nicholas Comics soon. That could be a blast. And I, I really think he could put his own spin on it. Really find out some cool stuff that... uh been lost to time. There's quite a bit of lost media uh, in the NCU. 
scrap projects, forgotten ideas, interesting deal overall. So we end up at a little rock garden with a mailbox. Hopefully that mailbox gets stuffed with some Nicholas comics soon. And of course a driveway filled with gravel. And a sign that says beware of dog. Pretty ominous, pretty foreboding. Great video overall. We'll put together a video. Let's see a... Oh, we got Cheater. This looks interesting. Cheater. We got... Ooh, dang. This is good. Some spooky music. Spooky setup. We got a very dark room. Can't really tell what those things are in the on the right. Code. Yep, file name. Very, very good. The soundtrack is... Yeah. Got a key there. Also got some directions. Very interactive. Wow. That's how it is with usernames and passwords and whatnot. It can come up with a lot of fun, fun game mechanics like that. I am shocked at the rude behavior of the moderators on ARG. They call me a... Was it a Sleep wanker, I forget, but uh, very rude. I don't think they know how to deal with their clientele. More codes, cipher, very cool. I like this. Wow. This is a good gosh darn ARG. I like the uh, the Book of Black video. It's it's a good one. So much stuff. This is some good stuff. Uh, what do we got here? I've been following along with one called uh, Mystic Cement, also one called In Star Labs. I'm a, I'm a big ARG fan. I follow a lot of them. But uh, mods on ARG are just these just rascals. I don't know if they know how to behave. Maybe they never learned manners or something. I guess that might be it. Because I can't answer a simple question, you know. They're pretty rude. When they called me a, a a cry wanker, a cry wanking piece of trash. Crazy. That is not what you'd expect to hear from a moderator of freaking r slash arg. You know, you'd expect them to be a Professional. Anywho, uh, we got about 40 minutes left. Hopefully some fellas hop on. Slorp is like, I'm not going to hop on because I don't like you. And I don't like your comics. And I don't want to ask or discuss or anything. Uh, maybe, I, maybe I'll ban him after this Q&A if he's not going to contribute to the discussion. I tell you, Schlorp, his memes aren't funny. He's not funny. He thinks he's like the world's biggest comedian. It's it's pretty crazy. He thinks he's he's a funny guy. Uh, any other videos I should see? This groundbreaking series. It's a good series. 
Ooh, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Some of that parking lot stuff. Like that tree line, those spooky woods just beyond the cars. Those look like they could be hiding a number of secrets. Those could be a treasure trove of secrets back in those trees. Very nice shot. And, of course, it looks like a Walmart. Pretty spooky, but you can do just about anything with a camera and little, a little, uh, a little ingenuity. I got to get just the right shot, just the right composition. Man, that nails it. That that the light on the on the right. You got the speed bump right in the middle, and then uh, the the carts and you know, about half the space is filled, so it feels kind of desolate and late. I have one person on the uh, right getting out, popping their bags in, and we got just that gorgeous woods behind there, which uh, are pretty ominous. It's always nice to have some forest behind a location, you know, because anything can be in there. Pretty spooky. Pretty spooky. I, I have made it to 150 subs. That's exciting. Hopefully I get some more soon. I have uh, helped to guest star on some podcasts. That's one way to gain audience, guest starring on some podcasts. Works pretty good. 40 minutes here. Let's hmm. ask Jerry Trainer how, how he found Nicholas Comics. There are lots of funny threads back in the archives I could read. Since there's this fellow who uh, was in the server until about March, I believe. And her shtick was she she would pretend to be a trans woman. And uh, she said she, she worked on all these games and computer and stuff. But it was all fake. It was all this incredible ruse that was perpetuated for at least a year. Really fascinating stuff. Um... You had tons of alts, tons of lies, just tons of bullshit. She was nuts. If she was a trans woman, she was probably just a guy. One fella, uh, she says, Homophobia is not funny. I agree. But the way you use homophobia in college buddies is not good at all. And a few people have made that very clear. For some, the homophobia you portray in your comic isn't funny, but traumatic. I let a friend of mine read college buddies, and the second the homophobia from the characters were happening, they broke down as they were having a panic attack from it bringing back memories of their father. Plus, you write on the stereotype that gay men just like to shower with each other and touch each other all the time. Oh, heavens, two gay men showering together? What a stereotype. A gay couple will only shower alone. Oh, what do we got here? Frickin' long arms. There is an, an inventive creature right there. Frickin' hands on the ground longer than his feet. And another monster, another imaginative beast. Oh, it's just the same guy in a different phase. 
takes his mask off. He's got a gaping wound. And those hands are turning into tentacles. Oh, that's, that's Simon. Very neat. Very in inventive design. I like that. Freaking tentacle hands. This has been done before, but the long arms really add to the effect. Um, what other uh, things have long arms? I don't know. I feel like there's something, but that's, that's a very, very nice design. I like the, the idea of the mask and then the giant gaping bloody wound but behind the mask. That's pretty spooky. What do we got? Uh, oh. Doxing yourself as an adult is okay. As a minor, from a normal person's standpoint, is a bad idea. What else is this? Interesting threads back in the back in the stacks. I tell you, people saying I'm doxing myself. I don't think you can dox yourself. I think you can only dox other people. Oh, what do we got? That's fine, sir. Spicy discussion. Yeah, Simon Bloodflower, great series. If you have the chance, sub to him. Good gosh darn series. Give him a shout out. Just to promote the content I enjoy and uh, Simon Bloodflower's series of spooks and scares is definitely something worth subbing to if you got the time. Eh, what else happened this week? I know something else happened this week. Six memes this week. That is a lot. Reddit has left my account alone for five days, so I think maybe they've finally gotten the stick out of their ass, which is nice to see. They've finally decided to mind their own beeswax and quit harassing me and quit banning me, because there's no point, because they'll just come back under a new account. And uh, I'm perfectly open about my, my accounts. I'm like, yeah, I had hundreds. Who, who gives a shit, you know? That's just because you keep banning me. If you don't want me to have hundreds of accounts, if you just want me to have one account, then don't ban the account of mine, because that's the account I use. Uh, I don't use more than one account simultaneously. Never. I never have, never will. So. Very interesting stuff this week, I gotta say. I gotta say. Oh. What do we got? Uh, spicy week. Next week, I hope to discuss Black Mirror with Kippy, because that could be really interesting. An interesting discussion of Black Mirror. Why it's garbage. Uh, why you shouldn't be watching it. Why it's trash. I'm going to dump on it. That's always fun, you know. Because I understand science fiction, and most people who watch Black Mirror have never seen a single episode of Outer Limits or something. And uh, they should. Outer Limits is a great show. List of Outer Limits episodes. I'm going to give you fellas some suggestions so you can grow your repertoire. I've also reviewed Shatterday by Harlan Ellison, which is a really good 
short story anthology. There, there's been some kind of confusion. Some people think Graffiti on the Walls of Pierce Bryden's Garage is a comic anthology. It's not. It's uh, 15 short stories. There's no comics in it. So I want to keep that in mind. If you're sending in for comics, I would suggest Bizarre Tales of Science Fiction. That is a comic, and uh, one of the stories in there was adapted into a short story in Graffiti. Uh, we got the galaxy being the 100 Days of the Dragon. I'm going to give a few... A few... Uh, suggestions. The Six Fingers good. The Man Who Was Never Born is really good. Nightmare is really good. Nightmare is a classic. Uh, the Xanti Misfits. I suggest... Uh, also, is good. A feasibility study is really good, and I would suggest Demon with a Glass Hand. Uh, Invisible Enemy is pretty good, and uh, what else? One more. There are some really uh, good ones. Those are mostly the the best ones. Nightmare is really, really cool. The the everyone talks about the Canimates. Ebonites are way better than Canimates character wise. To serve man doesn't hold a candle to some of the alien stuff that is going on. Outer limits. Outer limits is really good. I definitely suggest Outer Limits, especially Nightmare. It's really cool. It's a, it's a cool episode. And uh, if you've never watched something like Nightmare or Zanti Misfits, then you're missing out, and uh, you don't know what science fiction is, so you don't have any room to talk. Even if you've seen Black Mirror, I don't give a shit. You don't know what science fiction is. You don't know what good science fiction is. Uh, and And you should probably watch, like, Outer Limits or something before you talk about... Black Mirror is so smart. What if it was a phone, but it was in your neck? Wouldn't that be crazy? Black Mirror is just technophobia. It's just techn It's just for technophobes, you know? If you don't like robots, don't be in science fiction. But I won't say I hate, like, a Philip K. Dick or something, except for his novel Man in the High Castle, because that's implausible, because the Nazis could not, in any scenario of one World War II, they were incompetent. Uh... But, you know, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to hate Blade Runner, Ubik, The Scanner Darkly. I'm not going to hate any of those. Heck, Palmer Eldritch, you know, it's implausible. But, uh, you know, I'm not going to hate on him because he's an adorable little, he's an adorable little skeleton man. Much like, uh, much like Etch. So I'm not going to hate on Palmer, you know. He's pretty, he's pretty good. He's pretty interesting looking. I like his weird hands, his weird robot hand, and his weird bug eyes. I like Palmer Eldritch, you know, so I'm not going to hate him. But uh, yeah, I will hate on Black Mirror, because none of the characters or premises are well-developed. Uh, Blade Runner, for instance, is a really good example of a complex society, you know, where things are good, things are bad, you know, it's, it's a, it's a well-developed, fleshed-out world. Black Mirror doesn't have that. You also have, of course, something like um, 
uh, dystopian science fiction doesn't really do it for me because there's no stakes because the world is already shit. Like uh, with the first two Mad Maxes, for instance, you kind of feel like Mad Mad Max can kind of save the day. But then once Thunderdome comes up, uh, you know, the world is basically hell at that point. And then as you got Fury Road, like, you know, suppose Morton Joe does lose. What's going to happen next? Everyone's starving. Everyone's dying of thirst. All the gasoline deposits dried up. Like, it's not a world worth living in, and Mad Max can't do anything about it. He's just one guy. Uh, so, you know, post-apocalypse dystopia, it's kind of stupid because there aren't any stakes. Of course, you have stories where they're set in a post-apocalyptic world where time travel is involved. So you can go back in time, change history, ensure that the apocalypse doesn't happen, or does happen, as is, as is the case with Man Who Was Never Born and The Terminator, both of which are very interesting. Ah, there we go. The butt was on the fritz again. I think it's when I'm just left here alone. So it doesn't look like we'll be having a trivia question this week, which is really weird. You'd think more people would want a free comic. But uh, next week, Kippy will be on. That'll be the stuff. I like Palmer Eldritch. I really like how Palmer Eldritch looks, especially on the uh, standard cover. Some of the other covers are a little too abstract. But I like Palmer Eldritch as he is in his spooky little skeleton form. He, you know, he's a, he's a cool character. I like Palmer Eldritch. I can't say I, I, I hate Palmer, you know. He's a skeleton man, kind of like Etch. So, so uh, yeah. can't say I hate him. He looks pretty epic with that cape and that high, you know. He's a, he's a spooky dude. Future 2016, where humankind has colonized every habitable planet and moon in the solar system. We got some classic drug use, very common in Philip K. Dick, you know, Candy. Oh, Candy. He always comes up with the silliest names for his uh, drugs. Such silly gosh darn names. I really like Palmer Eldritch. He's a, he's a cool gosh darn fella. You know? Palmer Eldridge can be pretty chill. I can't say I, I hate frickin' Palmer Eldridge, you know? He's a skeleton beast. Ah, oh, what we got? Oh, man. Such a complex plot here. I should read Palmer Eldridge. It sounds good. I have yet to read most of Philip K. Dick's books, but they all sound good, with the exception of Man in the High Castle, because that, that's impossible. Uh, Nazis could not have won World War II. They were incompetent. They, they did not know how to run Germany, much, much less the entire world. Um, yeah, I like, I like Palmer Eldritch, you know. He's a, he's a classic character. Oh, man. Looks pretty intense. But yeah, I like Shatterday. Shatterday is a great collection of stories, and I really want to buy some more Harlan Ellison. So hopefully some fellas send in for some Nicholas Comics today. Would like to buy some literature, read some Harlan Ellison, get my hands on some classics. Oh, geez, the remake of Twilight Zone did a frickin' adaptation of Shatterday. God, it must be garbage. 
That must be the trashiest crap. Executioner and malformed children, live and well on a friendless. I really like in the fourth year of the war. That's the one. Uh, is so good in the fourth year of the war. In the fourth year of the war, what's a guy's name? It's such a cool name. In the fourth year of the war. There's a book by H.G. Wells called In the Fourth Year. That's interesting. Oh, it's a collection of essays. Hmm. In the Fourth Year of the War. Yeah, it's a... What is it? What's the guy's name? It's something like very normal, you know, so you don't expect it's this evil... Entity. I really like Palmer Eldritch. Yeah. Olander. So cool. Jerry Olander, classic villain. Harlan Elson knows how to write a story. The only two stories by Harlan Elson I hate and can't stand are I Have No Mouth and I Must Scream because it's pretentious and stupid. Uh, and Boy and His Dog because it inspired Fallout and Fallout is stupid. And Boy and His Dog is stupid. Uh, but other than that, like Harlan Elson's uh, resume is pretty good. He wrote a City on the Age of Forever. He wrote a, a scrapped episode of the 1960s Batman series that actually could have been good because it had Two-Face, and Two-Face isn't in the series, even though he's like... Yeah, but Boy and His Dog and Scream and whatever is shit. Uh, if you must scream, you should probably have a mouth. Uh, yeah. TikTok man also seems pretty cliche. Seems pretty lazy. Oh, it says he's converted in a similar manner to Winston in 1984. So, not interested. Uh, whenever anything is connected to 1984, you can bet it's pretty much ass. The story is a satirical look at a dystopian future in which time is strictly regulated and everyone must do everything according to an extremely precise time schedule. Oh, it sounds like a society that couldn't function. Great. Yeah. This is the time society. Hey, some of Elson's stuff is just garbage, like Boy and His Dog, but others is really good, like Jeff D's Five, Would You Do It for a Penny?, I've read all of Shatterday, and it's just excellent. He uh, wrote for The Flying Nun, Route 66, The Man from Uncle, Alfred Hitchcock Air, Simmer and Strip. Whoa. He wrote a... Uh, what'd he write? There's some very, very cool stuff. Very good stories. Ellison's a stuff, you know. I like Carlin Elson. He's, a, he's some good, some good stories. Uh, is really stupid. I don't know what the heck he was thinking, but it's not nearly as profound as he pretends it is. Oh gosh, what do we got? Hmm. It's four forty twenty minutes up in this his ass. Oh gosh. 
the abnormals. Got a guy with chicken feathers on his head, lady with pins sticking out of her face. You got like a lady with freaking uh, thin head. That looks pretty epic. The abnormals and the discarded. Ah, man. Ooh, wow. There's some good stuff by Harold Nelson. He has some gosh darn good stuff, you know. He's a is is some of his stories are pretty good. I think the City on the Edge of Forever is a pretty good episode. I don't like a boy and his dog. It's just shit. It's just what if there was a guy and his dog, and it was like after the apocalypse. What about that, huh? Wouldn't that wouldn't that be crazy? Oh man, it's so stupid. A more heated Cold War place, culminating in a conventional World War III. A truce is signed, lasting another 25 years, though mounting tensions lead to World War IV in 2007, this time involving massive nuclear warfare, and only lasting five days. Civilization is almost entirely obliterated. Oh, man. This is stupid. Yeah, I sure care about Vic and Blood, you know, considering that they're all freaking just going to die of fallout poisoning. Yeah, that's a story I care about. Like, yeah, you know, Ellison's a little too much with the freaking bombs kill people. Yeah, guess what they do? It's not a crazy freaking revelation or anything, you know? Yeah, you, you set off a bomb, people are going to die. It doesn't mean... I'm interested, because there's no stakes. It's just Vic and Blood going around, oh, Hey, Blood, can we could catch us some women? I want to have sex. It's so lazy and bad. But there is plenty of stuff by Harold Nelson that's really cool. There's The Deadly Streets, Gentleman Junkie, Ellison Wonderland, Pain God, and Other Delusions. Approaching Oblivion, Strange Wine, No Doors, No Windows, Angry Candy. Lots of cool short story collections. Canon Cantankerous. Previously uncollected short stories. Oh, some new ones. That's really nice. Ooh, Loose Cannon, Rubber Ducks from Space, Weariness, Incognita Ink, Goodbye to All That, The Toad Prince. Uh, from A to Z in the Sarsaparilla alphabet. Never Sin to Know for Whom the Lettuce Wilts. Very silly titles. I really like that, man. How interesting. A tiny man. This sounds great. A scientist creates a tiny man. The tiny man is initially very popular, but then draws the hatred of the world and so the tiny man must flee, together with the scientist, who is now likewise hated for having created the tiny man. That sounds great. Oh, he was alive until 2018. Pretty crazy. That's longer than I thought. I thought he died in like 2001 or something. But, uh, makes sense. But yeah, he was, he was freaking good at sci-fi. 
Wow. He publicly assaulted Charles Platt. What a fiery... What a fiery dude. He is the kind of king of controversy, but... uh, None of his stuff was... uh, You know, it was about half and half. Philip K. Dick, most of his stuff is good. Ellison's about half and half. But there's some really good stuff. Jeff D's five is great. Lots of lots of just killer stuff in his in his uh, in his catalog. I'm hoping I can buy some of these sometime. Such good stuff. Such cool stories. But anyhow, it's uh, 4.45. There's not more than five fellas on here, so... No trivia question this week. Really sucks. I think it's high time we got some, you know, some packed house, you know? So, I'm... I gotta say... Just, you know... Up on here every week, people. I'm always on. Three to five. And uh, it gets boring. Gosh, you know? But uh, I'm hoping that next week Kippy will be on. We can have a heated Black Mirror discussion. And I will be giving away a free comic and a trivia question at the end. So really looking forward to that. It has been a while since we had Kippy on. And uh, he's a big Black Mirror fan. Apparently he likes the episode San Junipero, the one with the interracial lesbian couple and their saucy hijinks. They smooch. They they hug they they you know just they're a lesbian couple and that's what passes for a plot nowadays. But if there was like an interracial lesbian couple and they were in a simulated reality like the Matrix, wouldn't that be crazy? Wouldn't that be bonkers? And did you know that in the Matrix there is interracial lesbians too? Yeah, of course there are. Get over yourself, Charlie. Over yourself, Mr. Brooker. You're an unripe tomato, and your science fiction is garbage. The craft, you dumbass. He has a million dollars. Let's see his actual net worth. Charlie Brooker. Net worth. In pounds. Charlie Brooker net worth. Eight million dollars. Eight million dollars. Man, he's born in 1971, so he's about 49. Eight million dollars for some crappy shit. Wow. Eight million dollars. Hooray for you, you genius. Such a little smartass. Look at this little freaking... Mm, I'm so much smarter than you. Look at me. I'm a genius. Oh. oh, I'm Charlie Brooker. Look at me. I'm so smart. You don't know what I'm, I've seen. I've seen the robots. They want to take us over. You know, oh, my phone has it. My phone wants to eat me. Uh, I'm going to open your eyes, motherfucker. I'm going to freaking show you the real truth because I'm a freaking genius. I'm so smart. 
Charlie Brooker. Yeah, what a freaking joke. He is known for a screen wipe, games wipe, news wipe, weekly wipe, butt wipe, nose wipe, ear wipe, eye wipe. Freaking, he's known for the grime wipe. Oh, it's British crap. <laughs> weekly wipe. Holy shit. The program is an amalgam of the earlier wipe series. Wow, frickin' just wiping it all, huh? You're frickin' wiping it. You're you're the frickin' sham-wow of TV, Mr. Brooker. Holy shit. Fucking sad. Like screen wipe, much of the program was filmed in Brooker's living room, with shots of him sitting in front of his TV and laptop with remote in hand, talking to camera, occasionally bellowing insults or sarcastic comments at whatever happens to be shown at the time, interspersed with shots of shows. Newswipe won the Entertainment Category Award at the Royal Television Awards in 2010 and was also nominated for BAFTA in the same year. You know, Britain's tiny, so they've got to nominate whatever they can get their hands on. Man, just Brooker frickin' just sitting in front of his TV and he's like, Hey, I don't like this. This too. Please, don't show me this on my TV. God damn you. Screen wipe. What's this one? Screen wipe. <laughs> Much of the program is filmed in Brooker's living room with shots of him sitting in front of his TV and laptop with remote control in hand talking to the camera. Occasionally bellowing insults or sarcastic comments at whatever happens to be shown at the time, interspersed with shots of TV shows. Man, that's so different from Newswipe. You're such a genius. He just sets up a camera in his living room and he gets $8 million. It's freaking sad. There are plenty of YouTubers who just wish they could do that, but uh, Brooker gets it because he's a freaking genius. Oh, shit. It's freaking, it's freaking wipes. The show is also notable for using animations produced by internet animator David Firth, creator of Salad Fingers. It's the British Mafia. There's the Adult Swim Mafia over here in America. Then over in Britain, you've got the British Content Mafia. Oh, that's where Jerry Jackson is from. Interesting. Yeah, there's plenty of animations out there that are way funnier and more interesting than Salad Fingers. But, uh, keep on feeding Britain, you gullible Americans. I shown all the deads. I was like, I thought it was just a, go a joke, but it was actually a zombie. Corp, what is not more in the ground? Ho ho, it was a bloody spectacle. What? Hello, governor. Shaun of the Dead. Kippy comes on, I'll be sure to discuss Douglas Adams, frickin' Edgar Wright, all that good stuff. Oh, man. Ooh, Brooker likes Battlestar Galactica, Doctor Who. He loves Mad Men. I figure he would. Brooker loves that stuff. Those are his faves. Doctor Who. 
Who couldn't hate the doctor? Doctor in distress. I'm a frickin' doctor in distress. Oh, yeah. And then the Daleks say, I'm British and I need attention, so I talk in this fucking loud, annoying voice. <laughs> I'm a Dalek. Hey. I do a good impression of a Dalek. My throat's a little scratchy today, but uh, I do a good Dalek. Battlestar Galactica, the 2004 version. That is Charlie Brooker's favorite. I tell you. We might discuss Battlestar Galactica in a future episode. But, anywho. Oh. Uh, what do we got? Uh, it's about done. 4.53. Only seven minutes left. What am I wasting my time here for, people? You don't pop on the voice chat. You really should. Spicy discussion is pretty much guaranteed, so like, yeah, miss out up on the voice chat. Also makes for more interesting recording. You can ask me absolutely any question, I'll answer it to the best of my ability. Best of my knowledge, I'm the only cartoonist running an interactive live show every single week, you know. That's something. Oh, jeez. There was a Nancy Drew reboot in the 70s from the guy behind Battlestar Galactica. Crazy. <laughs> what a flippin' joke. I tell you. Some crazy stuff. Charlie Brooker loves Battlestar Galactica the remake, though. I bet he does. Anywho... Uh, what do we got? Five minutes here. I I could... I could just uh, quit right here. Because it's going to get a little boring, you know. I will just cut it off right here and now. Uh, again, I suggest subbing to Simon Bloodflower watching some of his videos. I also suggest Shatterday by Harlan Nelson. Absolute classic. And, of course... I cannot suggest enough, uh, which is it, I cannot suggest enough buying Nicholas comics. Some very spicy memes this week, not much of a response to them, but I think they could really go somewhere, especially 9 out of 10 chickens. That's my personal favorite, uh, followed by the adult swimming pool, of course. 9 out of 10 chickens is really good. Very cool stuff. And uh, 456, no trivia question this week. I guess people just don't like free comics. People whine about how I sell comics, and then I offer them an opportunity to get free comics, and uh, they don't take it. Bizarre. I suppose they're little cowards. Fellas on r slash Nick Cicada are a troll. All right, Nick Cicada is a troll. First fella getting there and take some screenshots gets a free copy of Mr. Grapefruit number one. Pretty chill. And what do we got? 456. 
four minutes. I can wait it out. I can wait it out. I can wait it out. But let me tell you, this is getting a little boring. It is annoying to run a weekly show and then no one shows up. You know, I'd think more people would. I would think more fellas would be interested in asking some questions, you know. Oh, wow. Battlestar Galactica was Mormon. Because uh, Glenn Larson was a Mormon. Council of Twelve. Oh, crazy, yeah. That's the most. <laughs> Battlestar Galactica. What a piece of shit. I am definitely going to talk about that in a future episode. Battlestar Galactica is an interesting show. Because of how much of a failure it is. I didn't exactly get to get to that this week, but we may discuss that with Kippy or something. Manimal. <laughs> Manimal is his. Ah, oh, man. Manimal. Auto Man. I also got Nightman. Holy shit, just all this crap. Caprica. Oh, jeez. There was a frickin' spin-off prequel to the Battlestar Galactica remake. Just so much shit. No wonder people don't get into sci-fi. There's so much shit clogging it up. Anyway. Eh, gosh. 19 episodes of Caprica. Dear God. Anywho. Uh, 4.58. I'm just gonna cut it here. Thanks for tuning in. Interesting listen all around. Interesting discussion. And uh, spicy week. Very spicy week. One of the most spicy weeks in a while. Really looking forward to next week when Kippy comes on. It's going to be a freaking spicy dime. So, yeah. It'll be a, an interesting discussion. And hopefully Schwarf comes on next week too. Because no matter how much he is a little coward and he doesn't want to speak to me face to face. I, I think we, we could all benefit from a from a discussion. A mutual understanding. So that said, that's about it. I've been Nicholas Arzakina and enjoy your weekend. There are so many decisions. Do you want to be on the show? Join the Nicholas Comics Discord server today. I'll answer any questions you have. You can appear in the next episode. Do you want to buy Nicholas Comics? Write to Nicholas K, 1424 Columbine Street, number 1, Denver, Colorado, 80206. Thanks for tuning in. I'll see you on the next episode.